Hi, this is Jacob. Um, this is the debut of the Clown Chat podcast. Uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of, of different types of stuff on here. We're going to have some football conversation. We're going to have some basketball conversation. We're going to have some, some other things. Basically, this is just, uh, you know, a group of us, uh, you know, we all went to, to college together. We are in our, you know, we've had a couple add-ons in our group as well, but we're all in our, uh, most, most of us are in our late 20s, and we have a group chat, and basically this podcast is going to be that group chat in podcast form. So um, you'll have, you know, an occasional solo episode, you'll have some uh, two-person episodes, some three-person, you know, you might even have up to six, who knows. But, uh, so this first episode, we're gonna, um, just for the debut episode, I'm just gonna do a solo episode discussing the recent trade that happened in the NFL um, with the NFL draft order between the Philadelphia Eagles, San Francisco 49ers, and Miami Dolphins. So first, uh, we have a sponsor. Um, We are sponsored by Show Off Training. Go to showofftraining.com and sign up today for uh, unlimited uh, Facebook Live sessions. You have five times a week. Um, up up to that, and it's uh if four ninety nine a week for that, and uh, yeah, I'd encourage you all to go sign up for that. Um, we're also sponsored by per thirty six dot com, um, best basketball analytics site on the internet. Uh, feel free to go check that out. Uh, the latest article up on there is uh basically passing pairs in the NBA. You can see. Uh, you know, how often two teammates uh, assist on each other's baskets. So very interesting stuff. Um, could be a podcast topic in the future. We'll have to see. But uh, yeah, let's let's get on to it. So basically the terms of this trade is, so it wasn't really a three-way trade. It was two different trades. So what happened was the San, the Miami Dolphins had the third overall pick, which you're saying, what? They had the third pick. They were a they were darn near a playoff team last year. They they did go ten and six, just barely missed out on the playoffs, and uh, but they did have that third overall pick, and it's because of a trade they made with the Houston Texans uh, a couple of years ago. They traded their left tackle Laramie Tunsil, to Houston, got a couple of first round picks back, and uh, yeah, boy, is that the trade that keeps on giving for. The Miami Dolphins, oh boy. Um, they got. I think they got a second round pick as well. So they really uh, made out big in that trade. And, and now because of, of the Houston Texans organization, which, man, that is the worst run organization I've seen in a long time in the NFL. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh boy. Um, it's going to be a while before they're good again, I'm afraid. But uh, yeah, so Miami, uh, you know, has their pick. They had Houston had the third worst record last year, and so uh, that's a huge chip for them, especially with all the quarterbacks in this draft. And they decided, uh, of course, they drafted Tua Tagovailoa fifth overall a year ago, and so you know they don't want to. You know they were successful. They did start Ryan Fitzpatrick a few games, but uh, who, who's now with Washington? But they did want to. You know they they are looking to give Tua a chance. They're not going to just you know. Obviously, I haven't seen enough of him yet. He was a very promising prospect coming out. So 
they don't need they, they, they don't really need a quarterback. And, and they signed Jacoby Brissett as well to back him up. So they don't need a quarterback. So, you know, when, when you're in a draft where you have all these quarterbacks, what do you do? You trade down, and that's what they did. So they get the 12th pick from uh, San Francisco. They get a 2022 and 2023 first-round picks, which is, uh, you know, a lot, obviously. And then you have a... I think they got a third-rounder as well. So just a lot of draft capital going back. And then the Dolphins weren't done because while they wanted to move down, they still wanted to get, you know one of the top couple of non-quarterbacks in the draft. So they dealt back up They, they with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles back to number six. And they sent, it's interesting, they sent the Eagles their own pick next year. So they kept both of the San Francisco picks. And they... Um, and they sent their own out, so, so so they must be pretty confident in their chances next year, um, which is interesting. And I don't I don't really know who's going to be a better team between the Forty Niners and, and and the Dolphins. I actually right now I might lean I might lean Forty Niners are going to be better, but we'll we'll have to see. I guess that could go either way. Um, but so that that that's an interesting subplot to that. And then I think they swapped fourth and fifth round picks as well. So nothing huge with that with that part of it, but. Um, yeah, so, so so briefly, I'll just touch on the Eagles portion of the trade first, because then we'll dive into the rest of it. Because, um, you know, it, it it's a not a complicated move for Philly. Very smart move by them. Um, yeah, they could have stayed at six and grabbed Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase or um, whoever, but that team is is more than a pass catcher, elite, even an elite pass catcher away from being good. Um, you know, they have a lot of stuff that they need. They're still figuring out what's going on. You know, is Jalen Hurts going to be their, their their future? He showed a lot of promising signs last year, and he's going to get a chance to prove himself. But, um, you know, they're in, in a very bad cap situation, and, and they're really a team that's building for... It really makes sense for them because they really are a team that's building for t- the 2022 season after the year, after the, the Carson Wentz salary cap hit is, is off their books. And... um. They get through the season. They're going to have some cap flexibility. Um, they're going to have three number, potentially three number one picks next year. Um, they'll have their own, which will likely be very high. Uh, I imagine. Um, I can't imagine they are not the worst team in the NFC East. I, I think they're going to be one of the worst, definitely one of the worst ten teams in the NFL. They might very well be one of the worst five teams in the NFL. Um, so they're going to have their own pick that's going to be very high. They're going to, they're going to have two of their own, uh, I mean, two first-rounders from, from other teams as well. So, so so they can probably do whatever they want in the draft next year. If they, if they don't think Hurts is the guy and, and they see a quarterback in next year's draft, they can pretty much go up and get him. If, uh, in, unless, you know, a quarterback-needy team has the first pick or something, then... You know, there's obviously limits to it, but they'll have a lot of flexibility, you know, to do what they need to do next draft, and... Uh, if they still feel that Hurts is the guy after this season, then they have all sorts of assets to build around them and cap space. They can go on a spending spree in free agency. They can, uh, you know, draft some young young players to help them, and they can still do some of that this draft too. Um, you know, there is a pretty good chance that Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle is going to be there at number twelve. It's very possible, not definite, not a hundred percent, 
but it's very possible. They can still get an elite receiver, and they got another asset for next year. So I love this part of the trade for the Eagles. I think they knocked it out of the park. And even if the receivers are gone and they go defense, that's fine. You know, that they help their defense, um, and, and they can got to figure it out. And uh, the only the only benefit to going receiver would be, you know, maybe it's a little bit easier to evaluate Hurts. But, um, yeah, I, I no matter what, I, I, love, I love this trade for the Eagles. I think they really did well. Now, the Miami part is, is complicated because the first move they made was really good. They got a lot of stuff back for for getting out of there. Um, that was well worth doing. But I actually um, am not as big of a fan of, of trading back up. Just and it's really the same argument I made for the uh, you know for, for the Eagles just now. If Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle is available at number twelve, you know, are those two? You know, is Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase, you know, are they a first round pick? Are they worth a first round pick over Waddle and Smith? I mean, it, it, are those two better than the than than Waddle or Smith and an extra first round pick? I'm really not sure about that. I would, you know, Waddle and Smith both really have a chance to be great too, and I would probably, in that scenario, want the extra draft pick. So I'm not really sure I'm a fan of uh, moving back up there. My guess in, right now, and this is just a guess, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But um, they're going to uh, probably go after Kyle Pitts. I gotta think be, because. As great as Chase is, you know, you have Chase and you have Smith and you have Waddle. Pitts is the unique guy. Pitts is the, the, you know, just elite tight. You know, he's going to be, if he, you know, if he does what he's projected, he's going to be one of the greatest tight ends to ever play the game. He's just a complete mismatch, just freak out there on the field. So... My my guess is, and they did sign Will Fuller as a downfield threat in the, in the in free agency, so that would be my guess as, as to why they moved up. And so I I kind of would get it a little bit more, but I yeah I don't know I I just I'm lukewarm on on that part of it. Um, but I mean in, in general, you know, the, obviously if you just look at it in the aggregate, getting down from three to six, getting that uh. 2023 first round pick and um you know still being able to draft who you planned on drafting um you know that's obviously a win now the 49ers this is this is pretty clear cut too i think well it's not clear cut i guess but it's it's i don't know so it really is just going to come down to you know, do they hit on their pick? Because they're obviously going for a quarterback. They basically admitted it. Are they going to hit on that pick? Is the quarterback they draft going to start and have great success for them, lead them to playoff wins and maybe a Super Bowl or two? Or, you know, obviously Super Bowls are hard to do. So, you know, even just a few playoff wins, you know, 
But is, is he going to be that franchise quarterback? Um, and if, if the answer is yes, then it's a great trade. If the answer is no, then it's an unmitigated disaster, considering that you've got a known quantity on hand in Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, I guess I say known quantity. He's a known quantity when he's on the field. I guess the issue has been injuries, and, and, and maybe they're ready to give up on him because of that. But um, And it sounds like he is going to be there this year. So that dynamic is going to be very interesting. I'm not 100% sure I believe that. I still think it could go either way. It wouldn't surprise me if wouldn't surprise me if he was with the Patriots, but um by by the start of the season, but he could stay with the 49ers. It really could go either way. Um Right now I after the recent comments, I'd actually lean toward he's going to stay with the 49ers, but don't discount do not discount the Patriots. It's not an impossibility. Um But yeah, so so, so it really is going to come down to that pick. If it if if they bust, if they let Garoppolo go, right, and then they turn it over to this new quarterback and you know whoever they draft in in twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three, or maybe even this season, and you know and they they wash out of the league, then the Forty ers have just completely screwed themselves. Um, it, it's not a it's not a situation you make that trade and it backfires and it's not easy to come back from. Uh, the Washington football team uh, had to learn that the hard way with RG3. And, you know, a lot of these recent trade-ups um, have worked out. I mean, the, I mean, the Eagles with uh, with Carson Wentz and, and the Rams with Jared Goff, those are other ones. Now, the Rams have been able to, I think, survive it just because they've drafted well in the later rounds and um and stuff like that, but but the Eagles are are in, are in a really bad way right now. Um, they're not going to be a good football team next season. Um, there's more recent examples of it as well. Now there's examples that have worked. Um, obviously Kansas City going up and getting Mahomes is, is, is a big one, but um, the Bills went up and got Josh Allen. That's a hit. That's a that's a major hit. Um. The Texans going up and getting Deshaun Watson. Whatever is going on with him now, that was still a great trade for him or, or for them because he did pan out on the field. Now we have to wait and see, you know, hopefully, you know, obviously the stuff that's coming out with him is very concerning and, you know, we'll have to see where that goes. But it's very concerning. So, but, um, you know, they couldn't have known that when they drafted him and, I don't think, and they, uh, you know, he was great for them on the field, so I don't know if you can really fault them for that. Um, so yeah, it's just, uh, we'll have to see, we'll have to see what happens with, with, with who they pick, and it's very interesting because it sounds like, you know, a lot of people thought, you know, obviously Trevor Lawrence is going number one, we all know that. Zach Wilson you know, there's a 99.5% chance he's going to go number two to the Jets. And and you know how we know Zach Wilson's going to the Jets? Because the 49ers um, coaching staff is very friendly with the Jets coaching staff. You know, the Jets coach is Robert Sala, who was the 49ers defensive coordinator the last couple of years. And um, offensive coordinator is uh, Mike LaFleur, who was on the 49ers staff as well. Uh, so there's a lot of, you know, 
the the two staffs are very close. So um, I have to think a phone call happened between the two. And if the Jets were not going to pick a quarterback, I have to think the trade would have been for number two and not number three. So I think this pretty much pencils in Zach Wilson to the New York Jets in number two. Number three with the 49ers is going to be very interesting. Who did they love so much that they gave up all of this to go get? And it's interesting because, you know, most people have Justin Fields or Trey Lance number three. But it sounds like the 49ers are going to go for Mac Jones, which is which is very interesting. Now, the positive, I guess, with Mac Jones, if you're giving up all that stuff, you know, he's going to be a pretty safe, I think. Um, you know, he's he's a sounds like he's a great leader. He's a really smart quarterback. Um, you know, he's going to get the ball, you know, he's not spectacular maybe, but he's going to get the ball where it needs to go. It sounds like. So, I mean, I, I, he's coming from Alabama. I, I, you know, he seems like a safe pick, but you know, he, I guess the concern is ceiling. What's his ceiling compared to some of these other guys? And I think that's, that's maybe the question. Is it worth giving up all that? But, um, you know, there's a reason why you go through a lot of, uh, you know, prospect rankings and mock drafts and things like that. And, you know, you don't see Mac Jones as, you know, higher than fifth on, you know, the fifth quarterback on a lot of them. So, but of course, you know, the guys who do, you know, the guys who do those, you know, they're in the media and, and the teams are making the decisions and, you know, maybe they know something we don't. So we'll have to see how that works out, but it really is going to be a big shakeup in terms of how we perceive the draft because, you know. A lot of people thought, well, it's the top four quarterbacks, and then Mac is going to go somewhere between like eight and thirty-two, right? Well, if he's going to go number three, then it's going to get real interesting. We could see, we could even see, you know, depending on trades, we could see quarterbacks as the top five picks if you think about it. And then Miami, even after tr- their trades, could have their pick of the top qu- top nine quarterback because. Look at Atlanta at number four. They're in a very interesting spot. They restructured Matt Ryan. So they could still take a quarterback. But even next year, Matt Ryan's cap hit is $48 million and they take on a $40 million hit to get off of it. They would save $8 million, but like... That's, so that's basically two years of this, you know, this rookie... Um, this rookie contract cap hit for your quarterback that's essentially going to be wasted because it's going to be on a, you're going to be spending it on Matt Ryan. You know, obviously that could be a very interesting spot for Trey Lance because he is going to need a city here. So that is, that I guess would be, you know, a possible, you know, decent landing spot for him just because you're going to have Matt Ryan to sit there and learn from. And that's not just, you know, some bridge quarterback. I mean, that's Matt Ryan. That's a guy who, you know, for all of Atlanta's faults in recent years, he, he did start in a Super Bowl. And he's going to be back in the offensive scheme that he had his most success in with, with Arthur Smith now as their head coach. So it is not a, not a bad spot for him. Um, and then, of course, year two, he could just take over. You could just eat the cap hit for... Matt Ryan, and then year three, you know, maybe you're looking to, you know, really spend some, some dough in free agency and, and, um, 
fill some holes around Trey Lance, and and that's maybe when you're really pushing to be a really good team again if you're the Falcons, and that could work out for them because that could be when Tampa Bay, um, you know, is starting to get old and and have you know their runs going to be over. You know, we'll see. I don't even know. Who knows if Brady's still going to be around by then? He probably will be. Uh, he, he's just he just keeps on playing, man. But um, do, yeah, I you know that could work for Atlanta, or they could decide, hey, you know the Saints just uh, lost Drew Brees, and they're you know they've got a lot of cap questions. I'd say going forward, I know they always find a way to get out of it, but I mean they always just push money into the future and. Um, you know, it could it could be fine for them, but if the cap stays flat again, then who knows? So, it, you know, the Saints are not the Saints are probably they'll be okay, but I gotta think they're gonna be a little worse for sure. And then you have Carolina, who you know is um, maybe the biggest loser here because they're very active in the quarterback front uh, in the quarterback market here and you know they could have a path you know with with what we're getting to next but um i can't imagine atlanta trades with them you know they're not going to put a franchise quarterback in their division just, just just like that uh just like miami would not have traded with new england i cannot imagine that the falcons set the panthers up with their next franchise quarterback so I don't know how good Carolina is going to be. So then you've got, uh, I mean, so then you've got Atlanta. I mean, it is not inconceivable that Atlanta can, if they deal down, get picks, upgrade some neat spots on the team. We know they can, they've got receivers there with Ridley and, and Julio Jones. Um, you know, they've got, um, some, defensive questions so you know some defensive questions maybe some offensive line questions so you can really make a dent and it's a deep offensive line drive you can really make a dent with some of those things um by trading back so it's going to be that that's a very interesting situation to see what they do um it really really will be interesting um but yeah, and, and and to me, whatever happened there, because there's going to be teams that want to trade up. Um, you know, obviously, I'd say the Denver Broncos should be considered a candidate to trade up with uh, Atlanta. And um, I would say the Patriots are a prime candidate to hop into that spot if they choose to trade the pick. Possibly Washington, but then you're talking about getting all the way down to 20, and um, that's pretty far. We, we we saw three to 12, so four to 15. Based on the three to 12, the four to 15 doesn't seem crazy, but four to 20 would be a lot. So I I don't know, but I'd still say they're a team to watch. Um, but probably the Patriots and and Broncos would be the two favorites to get in there if the Falcons decide to move. And then Cincinnati, to me, is now on the spot. They could trade out. They could definitely trade down. Because, you know, if the 49ers take Mac Jones, 
then that means either Justin Fields or Trey Lance is going to be there. And, you know, teams are going to want, you know, whoever is left. And, again, that could be that could be Carolina. That could be Denver. That could be New England. I'll add Carolina there, obviously, because they're, uh, they're probably not going to be able to get up to Atlanta spot, but they could get up to five. And, um, you know, Cincinnati, the, the, the tables are set, um, the stage is set for Cincinnati to potentially get out of there and get some value. And they could even, they could even try to get back up like Miami did. They could call the, a team like Detroit and be like, hey, you know, we'll give you some of what we got to trade down if you'll trade, if, if you'll trade back, uh, if you'll let us trade back up with you. So it's going to be very interesting, uh what happens there it really is so very interesting trade i think we've about uh covered all of it thanks for listening and uh, i'm sure down the line we're gonna have more uh more content for you i think we've got a uh, in the next uh in the next few days we should have an nba trade deadline episode um so and i think we've got um some good plans for that so we'll look forward to that So uh, have a great night, and uh, we'll catch you soon.